Welcome to My Guest Needs an Introduction, the show where my guest needs an introduction because they're not a celebrity, and that is okay. Today on my show, my guest is Nathaniel. Welcome. Hello. Hello, everyone. So, um, are you ready to get started? Yes, I'm excited to be here. I've never been on a podcast before. I've listened to plenty of them, though, so uh, we'll see if that helps me. (laughs) (laughs) So, you're from Evansville, Indiana. Yes, yes. What was it like growing up there? Um, mm, it it's interesting. It's very much, uh, I would say it's a very stereotypical kind of middle city. There's nothing really special about it. Um, but I would say I, overall it was nice to grow up there. Um, the people are kind of nice. There are some not good people, but overall it, it it's a pretty good place, I'd say. Nice. Um, how was like gr- like uh, middle school, like the neighborhood you grew up in? Um, well, so I know there's like a thing online where a lot of people say that, you know, middle school is like the worst for them. Yeah. And I actually thought middle school was kind of fun. It wasn't necessarily difficult yet for me. Yeah. So I was still like goofing off a little bit and I didn't really take school too seriously. And... Um, uh, you know, everyone's awkward then. A- everyone complains about middle school being their awkward phase. Well, yeah, because everyone's awkward phase. Yeah, I mean, phase. Thir- 12 and 13-year-olds are not supposed to be in their prime. Mm-hmm. And you would see, you know, there'd always be a kid who's more awkward than you. you know? Yeah. You, did you have the Naruto, Naruto kids running down the hallways like... No, but oh, we had a kid in my class who'd meow in the back of the classroom. No. <laughs> Oh, God. He goes to school here. Shout out to Seth. Oh, oh, you just exposed him. Okay. I didn't say his last name. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, it's just, it's an easier time in middle school. And um, compared to high school, when I ended up going to uh, SIG in Evansville, which for the people who don't know, it's one of the most difficult, like, high schools you can go to. When I got there, it was just more about, Everyone in the school like bonded because of the stress that we were dealing with. So, in a way, high school was more difficult, but it was definitely. I think I had more fun in high school because everyone was just struggling together. So it was a sense. It was like the bond between people. How so. was sick more difficult? Um. Well. I don't want to diss some stuff about it, but uh, for sure the teachers, like, push you harder. Okay. They um, assign a lot more homework. You have a lot more tests and projects. Um, You know, you're taking a bunch of AP tests and stuff freshman year. Then you end up doing IB later on. So Mm -hmm. it's just they put a lot on top of your plate you got to deal with. Okay. And it's not, it's very much academically sole-focused. Like, there aren't sports, there aren't really, like, there are extracurricular activities, obviously, but. Um, They have one sport, and it was golf. And I actually, I played my junior and senior year, and it was pretty fun, but the school really didn't care about their golf team because (laughs) it's all academics, and they kind of, like, okay, fine, you can have a golf team, whatever. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, besides that, I mean, they had, for theater kids, they had a good time. They had a bunch of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But for sports, no, they didn't have any. Well, you only had, like, what, a graduating class of 60? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's not even enough for 
a lot of like active to have many and no one had time uh it was just when like when i was playing golf it was very much i'd go to practice till like um maybe like seven mm-hmm. and then i'd spend the next till like midnight doing homework so wow for people pe- that was uh very much a choice some people didn't want to have to deal with so there were not many people playing golf and no other sports would really work yeah so it was very much more like college-ish, like-esque, than like a normal high school. I, I hate to say, but college has been easier really? than high school. Because, um, you know, you only ever have, I mean, I have five classes this semester. And yeah. I think I had seven or eight, like, classes each semester in high school. It all that had its own stuff, mm-hmm. and you went to that, you know, two or three times every week. I mean, I guess you do that here, but the teachers in college, well, in terms of my degree, they're not really making me do as much as I did in high school. Well, I feel like college is less busy work in that sense, where it's like, I'm not going to make you do all these things, sit through the class and learn That's it. That's true. Yeah. It's more like in college, it's hard if you're not like on top of things it's not necessarily hard because you have so many homeworks or whatever yeah so i i don't know if your high school teachers were were did you were your high school teachers like relaxed or were they kind of like more strict um you know it was very much a toss-up there were some who were pretty strict and um there were others who were more who realized that their classes weren't the most important ones, so yeah. they were pretty chill. So, like, whenever I had to take art in high school, the teacher was chill. Um, the history teachers are always just, they don't really care. They'll just <laughs> do whatever is what I've, throughout my educational career, that's all I've seen. Um, but, yeah, the, the, like, science teachers and a few of the math teachers were pretty strict. Yeah, because I don't know if... Like, if this was it for you, but when I came to college, like, I was fully expecting, like, oh, this is going to be, like, so difficult. The professors are going to be such, like, hard asses. And then I walk in the first day and my professor's like, okay, this, you'll do these assignments over the semester. And they're like, if it's, like, a week late, not a big deal. Like, just get it to me by the end. Like. And how have you been doing in terms of getting uh, tests and homework during the pandemic? How have you found the classes to be? Um, well, since I'm a senior and, like, my major is so, like, hands-on, work-focused, ra- like, project-focused rather than, like, tests and quizzes and papers, it's been um, ridiculously easy because I just do the projects. On basic- a lot of my professors are like, okay, yeah, we'll just talk during class, do this semester-long project, that's it. And not to say that, you know... The projects aren't hard work when you're actually working on it, but I find that it's less overall stress. Yeah, um, I think the Zoom classes, it's so hard to pay attention in them. Oh, I don't. But for my classes overall, it's been easier because teachers have, well, I, I don't want to be rude, but for the first semester of this year, in the fall, the teachers ha- didn't really know what they were doing with Zoom. Oh, yeah. So everything was a lot more easier. I found that. My my professors kind of know what they're doing now. So yeah. it's it's picked up the pace a little bit, but it, it's certainly been easier than 
when it wasn't in person but i do miss the in-person aspect of college because being in my room for all my classes kind of sucks yeah i i will say that watching the professors that are not tech savvy try to figure out how to share their screen is probably the funniest thing because mm -hmm. they're asking everyone's opinions and everyone's trying to help and they just can't do it i've had professors go okay we're just i'll send you the powerpoint yeah or they'll spend <laughs> Or, or no one will speak up and they'll spend like two or three minutes speaking as if we're looking at the PowerPoint, but we're just seeing their face. Yep. And uh, it's 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 a lot to demand from, I mean, yeah, I don't really expect uh, these like really world-traveled smart professors that are rather old to like really have to adjust to something so drastic. So, yeah. you know, it's good whenever the students are helping them out, so... Um, so you've lived in Evansville and you've lived in Bloomington, but you've also lived in uh, Vina Del Mar, Chile? Yes. How was that? What was um, that like? For anyone out there, I highly recommend, uh, if you're still in high school, going through the IUHPFL program. It's the Indiana University Honors Program in Foreign Language. And what you do is they'll pick a country, I think they only have... I think they have Spanish, French, German, and maybe Japanese, and they will um, they'll send you out to you know a country that speaks their language, and you spend two months living with a host family, getting used to the culture, um, bonding with the other high schoolers who go with you. Um, it was like it was a very eye-opening experience because. For Americans, it's hard to really understand what the rest of the world is like. So it was a very awesome experience I got to have. Really? In like what regard? What did you What did you learn? What did you... Um, you just learn how different people are. Um, and, and also how we... Ha how humans are... have very similar lifestyles. Um, when I went to Chile... You know, it, it, the people there, it was all about family. Mm -hmm. With the host family, everything they did was um, they'd have get-togethers, um, birthdays, all kinds of things just like we have. But they also, you know, they eat different foods. They have different jobs. They, you know, we drive everywhere. They walk and bike everywhere. Oh, really? Um, it's just, it's it's different. Um, and everything's less. We're such a consumer country mm -hmm. and it's just not like that in other places so so did you see anything or do anything how big is um vina del mar so it's right next to i wouldn't say it's like a second capital city but okay chile has their capital santiago and then they have their big port city which is valparaiso so it's kind of like us washington and new york kind gotcha. of deal um and vina del mar is like right next to Valparaiso, so it's um, it's just neighborhoods all around the giant city. So, and it's along the oceanfront. So I like walk the beach and stuff. Oh, so. nice! And everyone's always out and about doing stuff there. So, is it a very like outdoorsy kind of city? Like, is there a lot of nature or? I mean, like, um, in terms of the ocean, it, it, people are like walking up and down it, spending time there. The um, that you know they have markets along the ocean. Uh, it was 
it, not really, I, I imagine it's more nature when you get further inland, but mm-hmm. it was definitely a city. Okay, so it's more like maybe like Seattle or something like that. Yeah, yeah I'd say that. Nice, nice. Um, would you go back? I would if um, if I somehow was able to travel there. If I were to do another like um, study abroad type deal, I would go someplace different for a different experience, but I would certainly love to go back. Well, I know you're minoring in Spanish, so would you go to another Spanish-speaking country? Yeah, my um, parents are really pushing me to spend uh, spend some time in Spain or something mm-hmm. and teach English or something like that. That doesn't necessarily appeal to me, but <laughs> it's certainly something I've considered. I've I've been thinking a lot about just like wish traveling, like in my head, because I obviously haven't been really going anywhere during the pandemic, and like. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what's the first place I want to go to after. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything in mind? Um, uh, I actually have a friend who lives in Canada, um, nice. and I want to go visit him when the borders open. Um, besides that, I haven't thought too far ahead because we still have a little bit to go. Oh so yeah, I, I and I don't want to get my hopes up. I think you know the vaccine rolling out will be okay by next semester, but. You know, they said the they they said the virus would go away by the end of last summer or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know where we'll be by then. But yeah. But hey, the sports, the football and basketball games we yeah. can now go to. I know they opened up uh, fans for the spring sports too. Yeah, I'm excited for hopefully you know my last two years of college have been this pandemic, so you know I'm really looking forward to hopefully having somewhat of a normal last year here yeah um so i'm staying optimistic about that and i mean oh you even like your freshman year too you tore your acl yeah <laughs> yeah um it, it right like uh, about a month in you know everyone has a rocky like m- month to three month yeah beginning of college it, it's universal almost and a month in i was trying to make friends with some people on my dorm floor, so I went out to play football with them, and I did this weird twist thing, and yeah, I tore my ACL, and I was very, I was on crutches until March of my freshman year, and I don't know, I'm trying to stay positive, there was some fun stuff about uh, freshman year, but that really dampened some aspects of it for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I distinctly, because we had a class together your freshman year, my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and um, I remember you coming in in, like, a full knee brace and, like, crutches for a while. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember walking into that class, and you were just, like, so surprised. At all of a sudden, I'm walking in with crutches and this knee brace. Yeah, and... he didn't tell me. Nothing. I was not told this at all, and he just comes in one day, and he was like, yeah, I... I tore my ACL. I had to go to the hospital. He doesn't have a car. He called an Uber instead of calling me. Okay, okay. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen someone do. So I tear my ACL, right? Yeah. And I'm asking my, quote, friend on my dorm floor. I'm, he has. He's the only one who has a car. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, can you drive me to the hospital, to the ER? And he goes, uh, I don't really want to lose my parking space. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, what? Uh, please help me. And he didn't want to lose his parking space. 
So I had to Uber to the emergency room. And um, I don't normally hold grudges, but that is one of the most terrible things I've ever had someone treat me like. Yeah. Like, please, just take me to the hospital. I'd take you to the hospital. Yeah. What? So what did the Uber driver say when you got in his car and you were obviously, like, in pain? (laughs) Um, You know, honestly, I didn't really – I tried to explain the situation to him a little bit because it it is – he's Ubering someone to the emergency room, so it's a kind of weird situation. Um. Luckily, the ride didn't last long. Okay, yeah. So, but, you know, he was he was nice. He was definitely nicer than my friend who didn't oh, drive yeah, me. Oh, yeah, no, so he sounds like a jerk. He helped me out of the car and whatever, so. Yeah. Wait, so did did you ever hang out with the, quote, friend ever again? A little bit. Okay. But, um, nah, <laughs> after, like, I, I just got tired of him because that kind of revealed – part of like who he was in a way yeah. and I only known him for a month so I I didn't really wasn't too close with him to begin with so yeah kind of soured any potential like yeah. friendship in the future mm-hmm. wouldn't drive you to the emergency room isn't that crazy <laughs> yeah that's such a jerk thing to do <sighs> dang but mm-hmm. now you've made friends you have roommates so you like a legit yeah, friends yeah yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Uh, And, you know, later, I think it was December, January, I had friends who then helped me. We all went to the movie theaters and they helped me get there with my crutches and whatever. So I ended up making friends who did care. But um, (laughs) at the time, I didn't uh, have anyone to join me. Yeah. Well, now you and your friends are your friends have gotten you into Marvel movies like the Marvel Mm -hmm. Universe. My roommate is a humongous fan of superheroes and. You know, since Marvel's just, like, pumping out content right now. Oh, yeah. He's, like, going crazy. So we're, like, caught up on all the shows and whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of what we talk about. So you've seen WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't seen the Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. Is that all out, or is it doing the weekly thing? It's doing a weekly thing. Okay. They had their third episode today. Nice. Um. I think so far I like the WandaVision more. You said you've yeah. seen it? I've seen it. It's it's yeah. different, which I liked. Me too. Me too. And I like um, a lot of people didn't like the ending, the like super fans. My roommate didn't really like it. I really liked the ending oh, of I the show. Oh, I liked the ending. I don't want to spoil anything for people. Yeah. Um, but I, I really liked the ending. Um, and so far I'm kind of iffy on the Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think it's it's not even really started yet terms of how many episodes there are so yeah i kind of like i really liked wandavision because it definitely changed up like it was it was just different than all the other movies and um not that i don't like the movies i enjoy the movies i think i've seen a majority of all the marvel movies um i definitely like certain ones more than others um like the first two thors are like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I like those, but I liked WandaVision cuz it was just super different than it, you know. Well, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that uh it's very much about like the grief that she's going through, which yeah. is what I really liked the most. It was cuz it, it's a kind of a contained story. Yeah, it's less oh, I'm going to go save the world and it's more about her dealing with grief and yeah. loss and in a more contained mm-hmm. universe than like 
Age of Ultron or Endgame or <laughs> yeah. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've I've enjoyed that. Um, so what would you say is your favorite Marvel movie or Marvel TV show so far? Um, probably the first Guardians movie. Okay. Which is a very much a basic take. Um, well, that one's but that's like fun and funny. And it is. It, it it's. I don't know. It's just my favorite. I like all the people in there. I think Drax is hilarious. Yeah. Um, you know, I like the last two Avengers movies, like uh, pretty much everyone does. But mm-hmm. I think my favorite, like, contained non-Avengers is definitely Guardians. So. so are you excited for, because the same director who did Guardians of the Galaxy is now directing the new Suicide Squad movie. Um, have you seen the new uh, trailers for that yet? Yeah. Um I really like him as a director. Um, I'm not really into DC that much, but yeah. um, I mean, I'm going to go see it because he made it. What, you haven't seen the four-hour-long Schneider cut of the Justice <laughs> well, League? Well, actually, my roommate did show me that, but <laughs> I never really cared about DC until till then. I, I'd watched Marvel before I yeah. met my roommate, but never DC or anything. So, yeah, I sat through the Schneider cut. Did um, you enjoy the four-hour? Did you enjoy how long it was? Um I wish we split it up into two nights, yeah. uh, but it was it was really good, actually. Okay. Um, it's like if the Avengers took itself more seriously. Um, like it was if it, there were less jokes and humor, it was darker. Yeah, exactly. That's that's perfectly how you would yeah. describe it. So. Yeah. Um, but you, I know you're um, a big. So what's the hype with the Godzilla King Kong stuff? People just like monkeys. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I know he's an he's supposed to be a uh, giant gorilla, but everyone just online, everyone just calls all apes primates yeah. monkeys. So, you know, everyone's hype about that. I were you? Were I'd read the Wikipedia summary for the 2014 Godzilla. Okay. Which is just all the original like Godzilla movies are just all they all have the same thing. There's nothing special. Yeah. The it's just Kong, Godzilla destroys a city. Yeah. yeah. The, the the Kong School Island which there's cuz there's like this four movie arc I went on the ride for it at Universal, yeah. but that's about it. That's a it's actually it's a good movie. They have some big names in it. John C. Riley is okay. is pretty funny in it. I like um, John C. Riley. So I highly recommend that one. And then if you have time, they have Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is just a giant monster fight movie, <laughs> which logically, like, I literally watch superhero movies, but I'm watching this Godzilla movie. I'm like, none of this makes sense. <laughs> There's no way any of this could happen. And I, like, sit through Thor or whatever. Yeah, like, you sit through <laughs> Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. and. <laughs> but the, it, it, it's fun. It, that's what I'd say about the movies. I wouldn't go in expecting some kind of crazy quality-wise. Okay. But, it's it's a fun it, like what uh, Scorsese said about Marvel movies. It's like a roller coaster. Okay. <laughs> Expect it to be a roller coaster. Yeah. All right, all right. You've, I'm, you know, if I get through my current list of movies, I may sit down and watch it. That or if one of my friends, because I think some of my friends are like excited about mm-hmm. it, um, and a lot of them aren't really like super movie goers, so I may end up having to sit through Godzilla versus King Kong. It's fun. Uh, I don't think you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> so, um, you do not use TikTok. No. Um, I've seen 
I, I know enough about TikTok because there's like a pipeline in social media where yeah. it goes from TikTok to Instagram. Yeah. And Twitter to Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, you're kind of seeing a lot from both. So I know a lot about what's happening in TikTok, but yeah. I avoid it because I have a lot of people who are sucked in. Yeah. Or just on TikTok all the time. So Yeah, well, I know why I don't like it. It's literally because I know I would waste so much time on it. Yeah. Um, that and um, I hate knowing the lives of people that I don't, not that I don't care about. Like, I'm like, I hope you, I wish you the best, but I really don't have any, there are just so many, like, people our age on there. And, and the, the famous people on TikTok yeah. don't have an ounce of talent. But they're getting famous, and I mean, I'm gonna be because honest. I'm a little and jealous. Because they're good at dancing. They can do the renegade, and then they're worth a hundred million bucks. I don't know. It's... Yeah. <laughs> and they're starting to transition into movies, like um, what's that one girl? Um, the one girl who's a dancer. There's a bunch of them. Okay. Um, well, there's... there's the one that that got the backlash on Jimmy Fallon recently. Yes, that one. Um. I think her name's Addison Ray. Okay. And uh, she's doing TikTok dances without crediting, like, the people who made them or whatever. Okay. Well, I know she's going to be in a Netflix movie coming up. I mean, I won't be watching it, so <laughs> it doesn't matter to me, but... Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Vine. I think Vine was... I mean, I loved Vine when I, I had it. I remember it was around my freshman year of high school. Yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of funny people that were on Vine, but there were also the Pauls of the Logan Pauls of yeah. the era. So, I mean, I guess every social media has its uh, not really good or not really talented people. So They kind of just get famous for like one weird thing and then mm-hmm. they just milk it for years mm-hmm. because there was that one thing. What did they call it? Like the. MagCon, or it was like that that group of like in like Vine boys who would travel around the country. There was Jake Paul's hype house. Um, <laughs> no, no, not well, no. I think that's Team Ten, Team Ten, Jake Paul. Because I remember that stuff going viral about a while back with the everyday bro stuff. Oh yeah, that his weird song. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember my friends memeing that hard back in the day, but wait, isn't he now like a MMA fighter or something? He's fighting someone big, um, or I think his brother is. He might be Logan Paul might be fighting Conor McGregor or something. What? Yeah, I know, or something like that, or Floyd Mayweather. I'm not sure. He's going to get the shit knocked out of him. Yeah, I know. Everyone's excited to see Logan Paul get his ass beat, but. Yeah, I guess it's like um, he's the one who had the video, in the in the in the in forest. Japan. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was bad. That was just stupid of him. I mean, it shows that they don't have talent, and a lot of them aren't smart. So. Yeah, <laughs> idiocy. I mean, bad look from the state of Ohio. Yeah, yeah, Ohio, Ohio boys. That's what the Pauls are. <laughs> Makes the Midwest look bad. Um, there are a lot of other things that make us look bad, too. Oh, so. no, there are tons of other things. There are so many things. Um, I mean, Indiana governor is repealing the mask mandate. I hope he will change his mind because um, I think the problem is that there were a lot of Hoosiers who 
never even wore masks to begin with. Um, yeah. So I think it's important that we keep it in until we get a large amount of the population vaccinated at least. Last time, I think I checked last week, and it was only at, like, 18%. Yeah, it it's it's not the right move. Because, um, you know, if we hold out, if we don't, if we open too early, we have the risk of the virus spreading more. Yeah. And then maybe even mutating to the point where the oh, vaccines God. aren't as effective. So if we continue to be strong and wear masks and such, we'll be able to get enough people vaccinated that you know we'll have a normal semester uh yes next semester so yeah no i i mean i'm graduating but this is especially big for you because a lot of stuff what's going on now affects next year yeah i you know i'm optimistic for next semester um i don't think we'll be uh, i you know i don't think we'll be able to get the vaccine under control personally i don't mm-hmm. think people are responsible enough but Staying optimistic, uh, <laughs> trying to keep positive thoughts. Cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. Not trying to get your hopes up too high, but like leaving enough hope there to where you, that's something to look forward to. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. Please tune in next time.